when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello, hi, yes, hello. We've all seen this, right? This story in the New York fucking Times about the Pentagon's $22, $22 million, oh shit, there might be aliens program. We've all read it, we've all engaged with the evidence within the story, written in part by two journalists who have won Pulitzer Prizes for the New York fucking Times that suggests, oh shit, there might be aliens. Good! I'm glad we've all seen the story. My question now is, what the fuck are we even doing right now? How are we all just going about our work on a Monday morning after seeing the video, which was not taken by some yokel with a cell phone, but by ultra-sophisticated systems of a super hornet, of an extremely weird flying object speeding through our skies? How are we doing so after reading this testimonial from one of the pilots who encountered the object? Those are the words of Deadspin's Tom Lay, in a story titled, Someone Explained to Me the Alien Alloys Before I Fucking... Wait, that's the, that's the URL. <laughs> Excuse me! Someone <laughs> explained to me the alien alloys before I fucking explode. Oh. In Deadspin, on Deadspin's concourse. Today, we're going to talk about fucking aliens. Wait, that's right, wait, kids. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, it's Waypoint. Aren't we... I, <laughs> Did the wires cross? Did no, I... we, we made we may be just talking about like fucking aliens, not fucking aliens. That's yeah. that's what I said. Mm. That's, those are the words lost I used. In a forest of inflection and entendre here. <laughs> well, no matter what, uh, this is Waypoint Radio, episode one twenty three, and I'm Danielle Riando, your your host. Joining me today are Austin Walker. I can think of you as our UFO captain. Captain yep. UFOs have captains, right? Yeah, they do. Okay. Unidentified captain number one. Patrick Klepik. I'd rather be Captain UFO. Ooh. Captain UFO. That's good. That's like a DJ name almost. Like DJ Captain UFO. Where, 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 where? Let's talk about those alloys. <laughs> I, I've already found Captain UFO's SoundCloud. <laughs> and also, of He's course. He's from Chicago. Oh, oh no. He, Who said no. I was joking? What? <laughs> Patrick is a plant. Somebody. We no, Patrick has a plan. Patrick has a plan. <laughs> Perfect. You've also heard him here, Rob Zachney, our other UFO uh, XCOM ologist, expert. Ologist. UFOologist. What if the alien culture, though, manages to do away with hierarchies and doesn't need something like oh, a captain? True. He's an XCOMI! Woo! Okay. Yep. I thought, I thought you'd like I'm that. So- <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we all have to figure out a way forward. So, sure. All right, so how do, how do people feel not about this? Commie. That's what's you know. Yeah, okay. People, yeah, missing my words here. I'm it's using very like particular language. Communist? Right, you, you would not erstwhile <laughs> communist. Rob Excuse Zachary. me, there's no e in front of the x. It's just a x. 
commie, as in he's an ex-commie, not an ex, as in no longer a commie. Gotcha. Yeah, yes. gotcha. Economically, an ex-com, too, they are a pretty communist organization. They are. It's true. Like, yeah. It's true. That, I mean, that one guy keeps showing up with, like, funding, but let, let's be real. Like, he's just, he's just like, stealing it from, like, you know, groups who are doing all the work. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so this is an odd story, uh, I, I would say. And I think it's enticing because it feels, God, it feels like what it's saying is real people, not yeah. like fringe lunatics, uh-huh. are looking into the alien question oh, Rob. and they found shit. Rob, you're about to undercut shit. this statement you're, you're saying, and we're not there yet. Let's wait to... Un- is the thing you're going to say that the actual truth is that there are just fringe lunatics with millions of do- millions of taxpayer dollars. Is that where this is going? Uh, n- well, no. Uh, we don't know what they found, uh, so it's possible. Show it's me the entirely alloys. possible. Show me so, the alloys. Like, me the alloys. Let me taste them. Patrick, you are the uh, the X Files expert here. Although I'm also a pretty massive X Files fan, but a lot of that just kind kind of comes down X-Files to Jillian Anderson. Fan until season what seven, six, eight? I don't know. Yeah. I forget what six is about. Six the was height. still kind of okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. Which for is sure. the season where Chris Carter felt the show was getting out of hand and then stepped in more to like bring it to inclusion and seven, fucked it all up. I think. I think that uh, was seven. Well, actually, like it's more complicated than that. Like they, oh, they, at, he wanted to bring the show. <laughs> he wanted to bring the show to a finish, and they kept saying, uh, "No, make more seasons." And he eventually, like, said, "Okay, I guess I'll invent some more mythology." And then that's like that's when, like, basically, like, there's a moment in the the arc of the X Files where uh, they resolve the central the, the show's central question is what happened to Mulder's sister, and then at some yes. point they answer that question. And it's like a, it's a satisfying answer, and it resolves the character's arc. But then they said, "But like, what if more more seasons?" And then they they, they fucked up even the answer they came <laughs> up with by like extending Mulder's sister's whole arc. And it yeah. And now he's Ooh. now he's just bad because it's that show should have ended a long time ago. But it's coming back. I'll watch. Coming it. back, I'll baby. Watch more it. aliens. I'll chew on those alloys and watch the mediocre X Files episodes. Do you think oh. they're chewy? Because I've read these stories, and uh, it seems like the 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 one of the, the through lines is this notion that the alloys are. One of my favorite quotes uh, somewhere in here is about how the alloys. Where it's like studying. Um, oh, it's like yes. going back in time and giving a garage door opener to someone from like 1200 to Leonardo a, da Vinci to Leonardo da Vinci even specifically yes and like before he even gets into what the what the clicker does like what the electronics do he would just be like yo this what is this material what is plastic uh, but in Italian because Leonardo da Vinci um, <laughs> and I, and like and like if there are so alien alloys I know yeah. that it's silly thank you I know that it's silly to say like are they chewy because they could be containing some sort of amazing, powerful technology. But I want to know, do you think the alien alloys are chewy? Well, this is, this is very close to, sorry, I I just have a very quick story. No, go ahead. No, Very close to another actually pretty great examination in sci-fi of what, uh, like alien encounter might be like. And that is the book, not the film sphere for Michael Crichton in the mid eighties. And there's a really great little, yeah, like it's that awesome. film, frankly, I enjoyed I that like movie. I like the film too. That I book like is the great. film too. But the book yeah. is actually probably Crichton's best, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. We can talk about that later. But there is like a really great little story from one of the scientist characters, well, I think the physicist uh, character, who says something like he, he kind of goes through a thought experiment, and he says if there was super intelligent bacteria, alien bacteria, and it encountered 
something like one of our satellites. It would have no idea what its purpose was. And it might, mm. you know, be zapped by it. It might try to encounter it. It might try to sort of navigate through its circuitry and then be zapped by it. And then think something like, oh, this was a test. This was like a puzzle box for me. But really, it's just one of our satellites. We just have no ability to understand the intention of what an alien technology might mm. be and might be used for. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I'm into it. I'm yeah. So do you think that this is so? Wait, which side of this do you think we're on? If that's if that's your read on the alien alloys, we're the we're the bacteria. We just don't know. We have no. We're the bacteria, to right? Okay. See, I wasn't yeah. sure if we were the bacteria no. or if this thing was the bacteria, and was like, I want to see if they put me in their mouth. Oh wait. So the alloy oh. just wants the alloy wants to be eaten or tested or opened or unlocked. <laughs> so, wow. so I put the alloy in my mouth and I go, mm, it's chewy. Then the alloy goes, mission accomplished. And mission then accomplished. Er- eradica- they... Eradicates us. Er- eradication, <laughs> eradication, eradication. It says that in those English now. Oh, in, my, it in, in, my, in my stomach, I start <laughs> hearing the words eradication. <laughs> right, oh, right no. like, oh, I should not have had that taco. And <laughs> then that burrito is really, oh, God. Uh, Al Pastor is feeling like oh, it's an eradicate out of my butthole. God. <laughs> So like the the big picture here is that the is is, is that the government, aliens. Of course, of course, of course, that's the. I'm okay. The small picture here is probably the thing that happened is that Harry Reid pushed forward a bill that gave twenty two million dollars to a friend of his. Yes. I guess all that money didn't go to his friend. The the program got twenty two million dollars. His friend got a lot of a lot of that money as a as an independent contractor to research uh, uh, UFO. Um, there's lots of really interesting reporting in these pieces. There's a piece at, at the New York Times. There's a piece on Politico. Uh, it, it's fascinating. Uh, it's, fa- it's fascinating that this is a thing that, that there, there are counter or counterclaims from some people out there now saying this program existed for years. Harry Reid is only kind of like joining taking up with credit? it, taking credit for it, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's all sorts I mean, of stuff. tracks, you know. Well, and then there was like a, an aside in the New York Times article that like Reid – like one of the people who helped get it through was uh, Ted Stevens mm-hmm. from Alaska, who mm-hmm. was yes. a military aviator. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like when Reed brought it to him and was like, "So I'm thinking about doing this." Stevens, the, the the implication of the piece is that like Stevens was like, "Oh, thank fucking God, right?" Because I've seen some shit up there, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. which, which is which is a common yes, threat. Yes, like, yes, it's a, no. a lot of aviators. Yes, report seeing bizarre and weird shit in the sky um and part of that is because i think it's an unfamiliar space to us so like there's probably a lot of phenomenon you encounter from an odd perspective like going like going to a new town and you're like what the fuck is a tim hortons and then and then (laughs) it's like that but with aliens they see flying donuts right an easy example is like have you ever seen a picture of like a laser pointer what it looks like when it hits the cockpit of like a uh, commercial airliner at altitude. Mm-mm. 
uh, it looks like a ridiculous green flash. Like, it looks like your cockpit is awash in some sort of, like, weird green alien light. Uh, But it's somebody with a laser pointer. It's just that the coherent beam of light has been diffused in a really weird and intense way. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm not, look, I don't know what's going on up there. I don't know what's out there. Uh But people who you would not think of as cranks have judged that this is something worth looking into. Uh, Admittedly, it was something worth funding through your friend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who, who also felt like okay, this was but, something worth it. But let's just let's just jump twenty years in the future, and uh, by now Patrick Klepek is the is America's most powerful politician, um, Captain the, UFO. Caps, Captain, Captain yeah. UFO. Uh, please, please call me Senator Captain UFO. <laughs> um, <laughs> DJ the, Senator Captain UFO. And and uh, and Senator Captain UFO, I, I come to you and I go. Listen, listen, Patrick. I, we go, mm. we go back, and uh, mm-hmm. I got to tell you, uh, my my aerospace uh, corporation, which I founded shortly after we closed Waypoint, after we discovered those alien <laughs> alloys, has uh, has done real well, and, and we think we found something. But I need a little bit of funding. I've got, I need some government funding to find out if the aliens are real and what they're doing. And you know that if you go through the FBI or the, whoever else, the, the U.S. Air Force, they're not going to put people on this. I need this to go through the Senate. I need it to go, go through Congress. I need this to be – I need uh, earmark me, baby. Give me a little bit of earmark money, and I'll figure <laughs> out what's going on with these aliens. You know you can trust me. It's your old pal Austin. I was there the day you decided to be Captain UFO. And and also I've developed this new speaking affectation. This is how I talk to all my friends now. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, what you, well, when you're talking about UFOs, you know you got only you when I'm talking sh- about UFOs. Uh, <laughs> and also I, I end my sentences like this. I come down and then up again. Um, the like UFOs. UFOs. Yeah. You put the accent on the O. Um, oh. Oh. Because <laughs> that's what you say when you see a UFO. God, it sounds like John Edwards <laughs> doing a spoken word album or something. <laughs> God. UFOs are my backyard. <laughs> no, that's gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. That's gonna be my kids. That baby ain't mine. <laughs> UFOs. Uh, Wasn't this guy a billionaire? Why did he need 22 million in government oh, money gee, if he's like a, a billionaire? A super rich person just wanting more when they already have fucking plenty. What a crazy concept. <laughs> oh. But one of the things that okay, was well, you're right, you're right. Wait, 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 Danielle, you're right. You're right. I think it was the other way around. Uh, it's as if I would go to Patrick, Cap- Senator Captain UFO, and I said, I'm going to let you in on this. I'm going to let you put your name on it. I think I'm going to sell you this bridge. Uh, and, and, then, and then I just... <laughs> the DJ Captain the, UFO bridge. DJ, DJ Senator Captain you. Exactly. The UFO bridge. The bridge to, to UFObia. Um, but, oh. but, Danielle, you were getting toward, like, the real possibilities here, right? I am interested in this as a real possibility. Oh. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. There's also the fact. All right. There's also not fact, but there's also a claim in the New York Times piece. I I believe it's from billionaire friend uh, who talks about how this country is backwards in this regard, where people are afraid. Airmen especially uh, are afraid or or other sort of aviators are afraid to come forward because they're afraid of getting laughed at. And other countries like Russia and China, you know, bastions of, of uh, goodwill towards humanity, are, are, you know, doing so much better in this regard. They are, they are more open. The scientists there are more open to discussing things of an extra, extraterrestrial nature. And also places like Belgium and France 
are, are more open to uh, sort of discussing this stuff. I don't know if that's true because I have not researched <laughs> this in any kind of depth, but that is an interesting thing uh, to put forward as like a, do we have a weird, because of our, you know, sort of kish culture around Area 51 and the X-Files and all sorts of stuff in our popular media, uh-huh. do we have like an especially bad stigma against looking into this stuff as an actual possibility with maybe some scientific merit, maybe a reason to actually look into it. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. I can think, I mean, it would not surprise me in part because like, okay. So in the Soviet union, um, there was a lot of shit that was kept from you. Like there was a lot of stuff that would happen that was real that the government would not tell you about. Right. And so like, Things that were stories sometimes turned out to be 100% true, right? Like, you know, Chernobyl's a famous example, yeah. right? Like, you know, they try, they literally tried to keep a nuclear reactor malfunction, uh, meltdown under wraps. They <laughs> yeah. thought that was something they could pull off. Uh, and that's not the only, like, large-scale industrial accident that, like, the Soviet Union had. And so, like, I could see there being, like, sort of intertwined with the politics of, of that region, there being a bit more open-mindedness to the possibility of like there are phenomena we do not understand, and rather than just writing it off as uh, you know the thinking of cranks uh, when the government says they have no record of it, it's possible that it's something that bears greater explanation. Right. We have probably a deleterious uh, history <laughs> of trusting the word of public officials when they say that like that thing that people think they saw uh, just wasn't there. Right. Right. Um, and that's it may, it's really easy to marginalize uh, people who uh, are, are you know trying to tell you that you know there's an observable phenomenon that the government is denying exists uh, and this is I mean again yeah. we do not have to look hard for major examples of shit like this happening right like the early days of the AIDS epidemic yeah were you know a weird underground story that right. the government was sort of like covering its eyes to so like I can sort of see like where that is coming from uh on the other hand that is somebody who's making a sales pitch for why he needs money yeah, to that's absolutely true that's absolutely i mean like that is the i think the thing that that also comes through from those um for many accounts of uh or, or maybe the, the through line between those two types of stories the the like i believe in aliens or like I think aliens are a thing that exists in, in the universe, whether or not they've come here or not. I, who knows? But I, do I believe them? You know, like that that type of, of argument. And the is the government hiding shit from us? Of course, the government is hiding shit from us. Those two things have have a through line of a recognition of our smallness and the the limits of our perception, right? Um, in which it's it's like, oh yeah, of course there are people in power who are able to keep things from us because they have resources and and the desire to keep things from us. Uh, and then and then the same thing with the with, with aliens, which is like the universe is huge. The universe is, is 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 so vast. The notion that there that we were so special and so alone seems so improbable. And so like I I definitely fit myself here in the in the the UFO uh the 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 do you believe in aliens question is very much like 
yeah, of course I believe in aliens. I don't know that these specific aliens existed. And in fact, I definitely believe that there have been some fucking uh, uh, con men and, and oh, yeah. bamboozlers and, and uh, charlatans. What are you trying to say about uh, me? No. Uh, what are you no, saying I'm, about I'm, my I'm campaign? I'm going to give you the money Senate. now, Austin. Captain He's not going to Sen- give you the money in 20 years if you insult so, I'm sorry. him. DJ Senator Captain UFO, what I mean to say is that the people around you bring shame to your profession. And part of the reason why I think that that you should sign this bill that gives me $22 million <laughs> is so it's our effort together can be can be above it can be above board not like these cranks who have late night uh, call show call in shows not like Art Bell the ghost of Art Bell over here oh. Art Bell didn't die actually right he just stopped doing that show I think that's correct Okay well in my mind he's also ascended on to ghost ghosthood status uh, uh, and and now he's blessing this this very yeah he's still alive Whew, I got I had to double check we're good <laughs> We're good. <sighs> anyway, that's my that's that's the through line for me is like, hey, how how couldn't there be aliens? What what would make us so special as to be as to being alive? Uh, the only things that, that that have a sort of sapience or or you know sapience is a word that that uh, is self defining in some ways, but but you know who think and, and act like us um, or who who are thinking beings, let's say uh, in the universe. Yeah, that's the that's the part for me that's tricky is that I I fully believe there are all kinds of like exotic life out there in the universe. Hell I just yeah. don't I just don't believe that we would be able to identify them as life or or even identify them at all. We only have a few senses. They're pretty limited. Every kind I think of technology that life, we have is pretty I'm willing pretty to say limited. there's life we could identify. You it's think just so? Yeah, just far away. Everything is so far in no, space. No, no, no. I, I agree. I agree. I just think that we are so limited in our own experience of the universe that it's it's hard for me to think that, you know, th- th- there could be something that looks like a star to us or, or whatever. I'm just completely pulling an example yeah, out yeah, of but, my but ass. Yeah, but is actually alive. But is actually way. alive no, and I, has I, something like thought and a I'm process. I'm saying both of those things can be true. Yes, yeah, absolutely. The thing, absolutely. That, the thing that, that we can't identify is like, that's here. That could be here now. Who the fuck knows? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm not, absolutely. I don't, I don't, I'm not like a, an ESP person. I'm not like a like a. Government the, totally looked into that though. By the oh, way, government yeah, research I'm, is crazy shit. Yes, of course, it, and it sh- it should. It should. Like, I mean, just in case, man. It should, I would feel uh, better but... about it if, if like, I knew that the chip program was not under. You know what I mean? Like, there yeah. are. I would feel better about a lot of the shit if the if the the basic needs are being met. Um, but if I was gonna start slashing <laughs> right. big budget military funding, it wouldn't start with weird esoteric aliens and, and ESP. It would start with like overpriced fighter jets that aren't ever going to see service. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's that. There's an interesting interview on, um, God, it was uh, Pod Save the World uh, a few a few months ago. Apparently, like the biggest ticket items at the DoD is it isn't even like uh, weapon system acquisitions. Like there are billions spent on administering payroll. Right. Uh, a, that the con- that, yeah, like it's yeah. just it's yeah. That's how big the machine is. In, yeah. Yeah. Government ha- place uh, waste happens in, in weird places. And we only seem to choose to care about it when it involves uh, the feeling that someone somewhere is getting away with something. Right. <laughs> Fair. God. Like can billionaire we... friend here. So do we? Can we get a? Can we get a a, a, a roll call on, on alien belief? Yeah. 
I've, I've stated my position. Danielle, it yeah. sounds yeah, like you're too. also... I, I, I'm yes. in the same camp. I just think it's, it's much more likely that we will not be able to understand something. But I, it would be cool if there was something we could understand. So, yes. I'm fucking in. Yeah, you're in. You're all the way in. Are you all the I'm way in? in? Are you are I'm you all, all the way, way in, in to like I'm there all are the way in. there are, are bases in America where there are secret <laughs> alien corpses? <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, here's what, it, mm. do I believe that ta- that is true? Do I want to believe that it's true? <laughs> yes. Fair. Those are different things. Do mm. I think there are do I think there are alien corpses in Area 51? Probably not. Do do I want to desperately be wrong? Yes. Mm. <laughs> I mean, there have to be aliens. Like, literally, the deeper we look into the universe, the more fucking galaxies right. we spot. Right. Galaxies, which is already like an impossibly, like, inconceivably large space and like you know collection of matter that you you can't even conceptualize. There's like billions and billions and billions of galaxies. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, God, there's, there better be something else out there. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, I mean, then you're, or otherwise you're back to that, uh, is it Nesmo quote? Uh, that there's two possibilities, either we're alone in the universe or, or we aren't, and both are equally terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So that sounds good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Do Everyone we... needs to read uh, Roadside Picnic, by the way. Everyone yeah. That's my yes. If you're going to read Sphere, uh, which you should. It's, which you it's, should. It's, it's boy, that, that's That's a cool, like, kind of, like, uh, it's almost like a haunted re- underwater research lab. Uh, I love story. that fucking story so it's much. Like really it is just good. It's a really God when they uncover the footage I know. of people oh, going to the fucking sphere. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. We should we should watch I we should all figure out I like that. Y'all movie. are gonna be in town soon. We should watch Sphere while y'all are y'all are in town. It's good. It's just the book is is like actually secretly great. Yeah. yeah. I need yeah. to find but, I I read a big long serious book about Area fifty one and like the history of it. Uh couple years back i can't i'm trying to look it up right now um that it, it is more along the serious tact of like what was happening there um i'm gonna look it up Maybe, oh do you want to go to your tweets and i'll look up this yeah i'm gonna go to listen <laughs> i went out normally we get questions by send people sending them into gaming oh. but i wanted to go straight to the people i would i didn't want any barriers between me and and the the truth that's out there it's your UFO voice again. My you, this is no, this is UFO. this is this. That's you. That's a different. That guy's down here, and he goes up on the end of his sentences. Oh, right, right, this right. is my late night radio host voice. This is oh. this is the truth. That's an Austin Truth Teller Walker. Truth Teller's already someone on Twitter, so I can't use that name. Actually, <laughs> don't add that to my list of AKAs. This one comes in from Tim. On, on Twitter. Also, <laughs> the only, I've realized in, in oh, retrospect shit. that the only, the only obstacle to you talking to me on Twitter is being on Twitter, a site filled with Nazis. <laughs> the real mystery is why does Twitter not do anything about those Nazis? Um, <laughs> this one comes in from Tim on Twitter. Do you think there are alien gamers and are they hardcore gamers oh. or casuals? Oh. I added that last bit, but I could sense it. Tim wants to know. Tell us. T- tell us. Well, they depends what they're playing. They built the simulation for playing. us. There it is. Talk to me about that, Rob. Tell me more about that. Yeah, I mean, like, here's the thing. There's aliens, but we're already just, like, little bits of data inside oh, the machine. Oh, man. That's so much to have to comprehend. They just got, they just got bored with regular games. They were like, this is all filthy, casual bullshit. 
We need a complete reality. We need it to fit there. When they die, they die for real. But they in this situation is us. But we're still in a simulation. But it's enjoyment for them. They're cruel. They're cruel aliens. Are they using Somebody's us for batteries? Like, that too could oh, be. Could could be. be. Could be powering the simulation. Uh, we're just asking with our questions. Body yeah, that's knows. right. Who knows? But World War II was probably just like an alien paradox game got out of hand. It went bad. <gasps> it went definitely not political. That's what the people on the paradox forums who have all the the German uh, iconography tell me. Don't just focus on the war game part. Don't think about the politics or the death. Jose on Twitter says, "What if someday? I like this. I like this because Jose has a whole a whole vision of the future here. What if someday aliens finally came to Earth?" Everybody welcomes them, and in the first interview, they ask, where is our gold? We created you thousands of years ago, so you can gather it. Where is it? And they start to treat us like slaves. You don't have it. Back to the mines, then. What if that happens? Have, we, have, have the we government, already stripped the mines. Have the government, have, is there, Harry Reid, Harry Reid, go back to office, get reelected, and you tell me. Where, how are we preparing for this inevitability where the aliens come and ask us where the gold is? Wait, so this is like Prometheus, but it's Cortez at the end? Yes! <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> what if the aliens come and they say, we built you those pyramids so that you could communicate with us and tell us when you had all the gold? And now we don't have any gold. If you'd listen to the, the Paul family, we would all be back having gold again and we'd be ready for this, but we didn't listen. Oh, the Paul family... Are there? I, I could believe that dude was a messenger or something. <laughs> yeah. Is, do you do, have y'all heard any really wild uh, uh, alien like conspiracy theories that go that direction besides the like alien pyramid one, the like aliens uh, on the Earth one. shit? Wait, what's the, the, what's the? Oh, that's yeah, the one the, from Prometheus. You mean? I mean, it's not from Prometheus. Okay. But, like they reference it in an earlier script of Prometheus, but it's like a long-standing. Theory of like, you know, no, a, it adds a, up. a thing that's like, yeah, Jesus was an alien. He was sent to, you know, we misinterpreted his message or something. That's the, the, the gist of it. Oh, really. I love that notion so much where Jesus yeah. is like, hey guys, it's me. Uh, I'm an alien, like son of God. Yep. He <laughs> 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 takes away the sin of the sins of the earth. Have mercy on us. Like, no, 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 no. Uh, 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 E.T., is that, did that come out here yet already? And everyone else is like, uh, uh, Lamb of God, he who takes away the sins of the earth. <laughs> and uh, no, it's not coming through to them. It's not really coming not through. not getting it yet. Uh, okay, so I found, I found, the, I found my book. Uh-huh. It's called Tell Area 51, book. An Uncensored History of America's Top Suit Military Base by Annie Jacobson. This came out in 2011. Like, like at the time, I, I don't, I don't, it was a well-reviewed book. And uh-huh. I enjoyed it. It's like a really like. Uh, I hear you deep... walking it back now. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. I'm just I'm, I'm setting you up that like 99 percent of the book is like a dogged like investigation of Area Five and like the Cold War and like a blah blah, blah like walking through the the history of Area Fifty One. And then there's one last chapter. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> the, the final chapter of the book, and the and from what I remember, like the author sets it up as like, look, this is a fucked up sort of theory, but I've done reporting and like there's part like the source i use like it seems legitimate and i just want she's like she puts it out there as like i'm not saying this is true but i want to propose a theory about what actually happened during the roswell ufo incident Uh so i'll just i'm going to read this from the wikipedia summary so Mm -hmm. the book based on interviews with scientists and engineers who worked in area 51 addresses the roswell ufo incident and dismisses the alien story what 
Instead, it suggests that uh, uh, the Russians uh, 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 produced grotesque child-sized aviators to be remotely piloted no. and landed in America to no. cause hysteria in the likeness of Orson Welles' 1938 radio drama War of the Worlds, but that the aircraft crashed and the incident was hushed up by the Americans. Jacobson the writes here, that the son. bodies found at the crash site <laughs> were children, grotesquely but similarly deformed, aged around 12, each under 5 feet tall, with large heads and abnormally sized eyes. They were neither aliens nor consenting airmen, but human guinea pigs, she claims. Uh, mm. Wow! What? Oh, wait, I just clicked through this. This You skimmed over a part of this, Patrick, in which the specifics of this theory are that Stalin directly recruited... Oh, sorry, I missed that, I missed that line. Yeah, it's an important Mengele line. from the Nazis? <laughs> they're Nazi communist... They're Nazi Soviet yep. children? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Yeah, and their can't. craft was a giant Matryoshka doll. <laughs> uh, and that is why the ones that we recovered were so tiny. Uh, because, of course, I we see. blew out the outer layers. We, right, of course. We got the um, tiny babies inside. Yeah. This is... It's always been Russian. Think about it. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Think about uh, it. I got some tweet threads for you to read. Oh, yeah. Please. But, I mean, might but clarify some things. To be fair, again, like... The possibility that the DOD does like a lot of research that other parts of the DOD are not aware of oh, is yeah. also incredibly high. A hundred percent. Like the like the Pentagon would one hundred percent budget twenty two million to look into sightings of other fucking programs <laughs> that they are already running but not <laughs> copping to. Uh, <sighs> like I mean, again, yep. Like shortly after we like invented uh, thermonuclear weapons, uh, we started having. Uh, Military drills like sort of march through uh, bomb site detonations oh right? just to see, God. and like soldiers weren't really told what that was all about. So like, yeah, 1947, we were up to all kinds of shit. Cass on Twitter wants to know. I'd like to know. That's how he's. That's how I knew he wanted mm-hmm. to know a thing. What's the one thing you'd show an alien that would be the best achievement? And I love the the ambiguity of this question. You could take it however you want to take Best it. Best achievement. Only 0.1% of users have this one. I'm very proud of it. <laughs> oh! let, me, let me open up. Let me open up my prey save, oh! and I'll show you how I got it. <laughs> Didn't use any alien powers. Which might offend you. But I apologize. No, actually, as no, actually, as an alien, I am very thankful that you did not use anything like this. This, this, these are our powers. There, we love have your them. Culture. We... I, I admire it a great deal. <laughs> and whenever I create a character in an RPG, I try to express my respect for it. I, I need to know more about the alien race and what they value, because it's okay, so impossible would... to be like, oh, this is the best achievement. Because if you're trying to like impress somebody. You always need to know what they're impressed by. No, because then you don't be inauthentic, Danielle. Like I'm not being inauthentic. Yeah, I, you are. I'm You're trying, trying not to get eradicated. I'm trying I'm, to get our planet a, not blown up to no, be used as an a, interstellar you, okay. highway. All right, let me let me set it up That's differently then. Let, let's set it up differently. <laughs> this is at an interstellar coffee shop. Okay. This is in the future. We have not. Uh, we've met other alien species and races, but you're here and and you're on this coffee shop. It's a first it, date. It's a space station. It is. You got set up. It's on. It's on space grinder. Space. And huma- yeah. humanity has not. Um, has not. It's spinder, yeah, because it's for various uh, for various organisms that have spines. <laughs> appendages. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 
uh, you you're the first person. It tells you it's like oh we've never actually matched uh, a human with with one of these people in this alien species. In oh, fact, this is like the Farscape episode. I love this so this much. Yeah, the restaurant accurate. at the end of the universe. There, it was so good. So you you uh, you're gonna you're gonna meet them, and they are they are first of all they are extremely attractive to you. Uh, but you've seen okay. their photos, you've read their bio, uh, but their bio doesn't really tell you what they like. You know, you, they just seem charming. They just seem like funny. Like you can recognize the cadence of humor in their weird alien tongue like da-da-da and like oh ha-ha-ha-ha like it's just a natural reaction um but you don't know anything about them but it does say like the the the, the you know you, you do the drop down like oh what should we do for our first day and it's like oh get coffee and and exchange uh, achievements from our various cultures what do you bring to that date and you know it's not a military thing they're not going to come and kill you they're not gonna you know i mean maybe they'll write off all humanity based on this one bad date that's certainly a thing that happens That's already uh, in, yeah. in America, yeah. uh, in the world, and on Earth. So, what do you bring to that date? Oh, Jesus. See, on a first date, I want to be even more impressive. That's the thing. It's just even worse because that's all I want to do is impress. Yeah, but the, this alien will see right through it if you're not bringing what you think is the, is the best achievement to communicate what Earth is, what, what humans are. They genuinely want to know. A cat. You bring a different species, <laughs> a, and a species that domesticated itself. No, we we sort of had a hand in that. Mm, do you know how cats are domesticated? I mean, they liked our grain. Yeah. So if it weren't for us, they wouldn't be cute and small. Okay, okay, I can defend this. This is so the notion that you're saying is like, hey, hey, look, baby, we'll come up with we'll 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 have like a a synergistic. Uh, a relationship where we both just get to be our best selves. I'm not gonna, exactly. I'm not gonna grab you and pull you into my apartment. I'm just gonna put out a grain silo, and if you, if you like killing the rats that it attracts, then we'll get to hang then, out for then all come time. Cuddle, yeah, exactly. Right. Then come cuddle. Okay, I like also, it. Also, also, like, frankly, let's be honest. You're on a first date with somebody. They don't like the kind of animal that you have three of in your apartment. I mean, something's. It's just not going to well, work okay. out. Well, so. She brings the Smoshkanaga, which is a 13-volume <laughs> Bible uh, that explains the entire history of her culture. Um, the Smoshkanaga. The Smoshkanaga. Uh, it's just, it's beautiful. It's the illustrated. Is, we don't have a good Smoshkanaga. We just have, like, the, you know, Judeo-Christian Bible. <laughs> so and million. I do not want to bring that to a first date. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you bring the collected works of Tolkien, you know? <laughs> Uh, don't worry she's been on the date with someone who brought the X-Files once and that was like oh. yo I've got to go I'm not fucking with no chasers well it was between that or a DVD rip of that new <laughs> Netflix film Bright with Will Smith oh, where he wow. plays they address oh. racial issues with orcs uh, and he's the cop I want to see that movie so it was, it was, hang on is that Herc in that from, from The Wire oh no is it is that the alien oh, guy is it oh, I don't God. know is it orc is it orc <laughs> Wait, it was written by Max Landis and directed Hell, by. It yeah, was directed well, David by Ayers. David Ayer. It's what her? is happening? Why? Is it seriously hurt? Stop. Uh, giving... No, I don't think it is. Hey, aliens, stop. you can have Earth if Max Landis stops getting work. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, Patrick, Patrick and Rob, what would you bring to your first meeting? Well, I feel like I was already called out and dragged uh, a second ago. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, why? Because hmm. I thought I was the X Files guy. Oh, I'm. You are the X Files guy, but don't bring the X Files to your date with uh, an alien. It sends the wrong message. 
It says I'm, I'm, I've been interested before I met you. Yeah. Ex- I did, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? I've read all your Facebook posts. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Rob, what is your grade? What is the grade? Oh, did you already say? Mm. I'm thinking if Rob's got one. No, man. I'm like the, the one thing that's like, hey, like this is what we're about as a species. Yeah. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Hang on, what did you bring? Fuck you. How about that? Oh! I, brought, <laughs> I brought this podcast. Will we talk about them? Yeah, where we say, listen, I don't know what aliens are like. They're, they could be like everything. Like humanity, they're an endless plurality, and I'm just interested to, to get out there and, and live in a big galactic community with them. You know? I just wish we had a smush I'm a Leo. Like um, I love, I love walks mostly in the city, but I don't mind a beach. Um, and, uh, I, I would just like to spend some time with you and, you know, get to know who you are for real. Not just uh, beyond the, the 13 appendages and the second spleen. Oh. I'm going to, I'm going to bring the, the tile that I bought for my keychain because I always lose mm. my keys and that's like super annoying. And like, so what did humanity do? found a way to yes. find things that we lost i like and it. that's like just like a metaphor for all yeah. the things that humanity is trying and maybe we could maybe we so could find where something my, where's my keys maybe we could find something Beep. tonight you know what i'm saying oh <laughs> find something Wait. we lost Damn. yeah find something we lost exactly exactly and now i is. found it yeah yeah Beep. here eat this tile put it in <laughs> Is it chewy? No, no, you already ate. You already ate it. I put it in your alloy soup. Yes, good. <laughs> Rob, it's up to you. Because we all suck at this. <laughs> hey, a cat's uh, a great idea. What if it ate the cat? What if it just eats it? Yeah, what if oh, you're dating no. Alf? It's Alf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Alf, okay, an Alfoy. Second question. What if it is a cat? Like, what if it's a cat person? Oh, Not, like, and it's like deeply yes. insulting that you've, like, enslaved them. Yeah. Yeah. The people. Yeah. Enslaved? No. I treat Ooh, my sir. cats like royalty. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, mm, that's, 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 yeah, that's what the owner would say. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yep. Yep. Oh, no. Uh-huh. I treat oh. them very well. Think about the life they'd be having if, if we didn't Oh, own my them. God. You Austin. know? Oh, that's, that's, uh-huh. No, I adopted them. They're my children. They're not. Oh, they're, not oh, a... they're childlike. Oh, are they infantilizing are you... them now? Oh, no. Oh, you paid money for them? You picked them up <laughs> off the street? I changed my answer to the <laughs> collected works of David Foster Wallace. <laughs> no. That's no. That's the answer that would be in the New Yorker. That's I what they know. would say. Uh, Rob, are you just going to go with that prey achievement? <laughs> I feel like that's good are enough. Are you sticking to the free achievement? Uh, no. Um, I think my my real answer might be, and this has got, I mean, look, I, I basically stopped evolving as a human being senior year of college, probably, because uh, the shit still speaks to me, and I think it encompasses a lot. I really like Yeats poetry. I okay. really like William Butler Yeats. And the thing that works for me about it is, like, there is like a lot of just like how humans appreciate beauty in that work but then there's also like our shitty fucked up politics and lives around it right uh, so it's like look here we are mm-hmm. uh sometimes we're uh really wonderful like sensitive sensual creatures and other times we're um murdering each other or right. castigating each other for not being enthusiastic enough enough about the murder 
I, I like it. I think that's a that's a genuine and heartfelt answer. Um, Can I change I, my answer again? Yes, because I think I think you know what I think the most human thing is change. Uh, so yes. yes, I'm gonna let you have this. All right, all right, ready? Yeah. My real, true answer, my final answer is the yeah. city of New York, because it is a place where we have figured <laughs> out how to gather eight and a half million <laughs> assholes uh, of various wait, works on, of on. life. How? How are this you bringing it? How did you get Nor- How did you get New York there? We we no, no. hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. I know exactly. Look, you know how like in in comics, yeah. Brainiac like steals hundred yes, one hundred percent. Danielle did that, yeah, for this, but like it's not for real. Stole like, New York. New York is still yes. fine, but, but there's shrunk like down into a, a little New York a capsule. But it, but what happened in on and then Earth? I put is it New York on the still cat's there? Necklace. Wait, oh no. my God! Yep. Yes. I did. Uh, oh my god. Uh, little, yeah, little What is it? Is this Men in Black? West, West is like you're gonna yeah, this is like we're <laughs> yes. looking we're looking for Orion's belt. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is. Only it's the city of New York because it is a place where many diverse types of human beings have figured out how to live together. And it ain't and I perfect. Took, I took the, it ain't and I perfect. took them from their homes Wait, wasn't so this that the I could prove to you how much I love you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I think uh, I think the thing we've learned about the future is that Danielle Rise has become uh, the overlord of all of all mankind. Uh, Empress Empress Riendo, first of her uh-huh. name, yep. uh, and and that she is able and last, to last because there's there's nothing after there's that. Nothing, correct. I am the alpha and the omega. I got one more question here from Twitter. This one comes in from uh-huh. Anime Ring Wearer. Okay, who says? Wait, you, hold, can we? Well, hold on. What does that mean? What anim- is he wearing? Anime. It's a message from your wife. <laughs> anime ring wearer who says uh, uh, <laughs> I just did a, a web search for anime ring wearer hoping that I would find more answers and instead I just found a, another tweet from anime ring wearer being sent to Alex <laughs> Navarro who says soon we'll be going from haunted dolls to haunted connects and I'm a big fan of connects uh, anime ring wearer says if you uh-huh. were to become an alien would you okay. want to be a gray a reptilian a nordic or a hybrid don't ask me why I know those terms. I know why you know those terms, Anime Ringware, because you're interested in the truth and in science. <laughs> give us give us those. What are, my, what are my options again? A gray, a reptilian, a Nordic, or a hybrid. They all answer. They, they're the things that they say, They sound like they What's are. What's a Nordic? What's this a, is bullshit. You ever see? Okay, Nordic you ever aliens seen, you ever are seen, humanoid. Yeah, go ahead. Read. They have a wiki. Okay. And it sounds like some, it sounds like some shenanigans. Uh-huh. <laughs> They are humanoid extraterrestrials uh-huh. purported to come from the Pleiades. Yeah. Who, and hey, what a crazy coincidence. They just happen to resemble Nordic Scandinavians. Yeah, have you ever seen The Matrix Returns? You know those white twins? It's like <laughs> oh, them. Oh, wow. It's them, but they're aliens. Professed contactees describe them as typically male, uh, six to seven feet tall, okay. uh, with long blonde hair. <laughs> Blue eyes. So they're elves. And skin tones okay. <laughs> ranging from fair to tanned. So, uh. Okay. Okay. People like I think uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a hybrid. I'm going hybrid because, like, I, I, don't, I don't know what the other like ones are. You, like, I don't. You know I, I don't what a know. gray is. You know what yeah, a gray is. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know what I get out of that. Like, what's the skill set? Like, what am I RPG gotta, stats? Okay, so you have telepathy. Mind control. <laughs> um, you can resurrect. He's pulling this from XCOM. Uh, dead squad. Yes. XCOMI. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you, phone. Thanks, phone. 
been telling us to stop the podcast. Yeah, like <laughs> new topic. Yeah. I see hybrid. Like I already know I'm comfortable in my own body. And I feel like hybrid. I get the benefits of I got you. the alien. So I'm like, I, I'm all, I know what I got. So it's only, I'm only going up from right, there. Like right, I don't know what the right. downsides are being the reptilian or the gray. Yeah. Yeah. Being uh, 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 psychic and resing the dead. That sounds pretty good. What are the downsides? I don't know. I already know what the downsides are as a human. And it feels like it's all upside from there getting the hybrid in me. So put that, do I eat the hybrid? Do I become the hybrid? Am I me? And I think, then I become a hybrid? Or is the hybrid, or am I, am I manipulated to become a hybrid? Well, another email. Or is it my had, offspring? An email came in, another one that suggested, hey, if you could be uh, any alien from pop culture, which one would you be? You will still have your oh. current memories, personality, and views, but you just mm. wouldn't be in human form. And that's from Daniel. So I could, you know, I'll combine that question with this other one. Greys, reptilians, Nordics, hybrids. But you could be any type of alien. You could be a, a, an ET. You could Klingon. be a Saurian. You could be a Klingon if you... Klingon. I could, you know what? Danielle Riendo, I said earlier, I said earlier, please give me your most authentic self and you've just done it. I appreciate yep. it. You are, you are the only Klingon I know. <laughs> Full of honor I'll and... I'll be your and, Klingon friend. And anger, and but like a positive <laughs> type, you know what I mean? Yeah, you work action. work it all out in the in the death ring. Yeah, hell yeah. <sighs> Who's Captain Marvel? Can I become one of those? That seems powerful. Yeah, yeah. well, you, okay, that's that. You're you want me to start calling you DJ Senator Captain UFO Captain Marvel? That's a long name. Cat, no, Captain Captain. They, they, Captain they get Captain. added on to each other. Oh, Captain, my Captain, Captain Marvel UFO, <laughs> Senator from the great state of Illinois, <laughs> and DJ at my wedding. That's right. I'm engaged now, and I need a wedding, DJ. I wanted to ask did, you. Wait, did you get engaged to the alien? I mean did the, the alien. Well? The date went, let me tell you, the date went very well. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> we're, we're getting married now, and I'm going to go live on their planet. And it's going to be hard because of the atmosphere. I know it's made of acid, but my love is that strong. <laughs> well, if you just keep so you, chewing on the alloy. Right, yeah. exactly. Fine. You're going to be in sort of a tally from Mass Effect situation. A hundred percent, except reversed. Oh, because uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the, the one where uh, instead of wearing a suit, uh, I have to wear, uh, I have to just, like like Patrick said, I have to just always be chewing something and be naked on their planet. So, Or, may, or maybe you just, uh, what if they wore you? Like they, maybe, what, uh, is that how you get married in that, in that uh, alien It's a culture? hybrid like situation. <laughs> That's yeah. how you get hybrid. They what's, just what's, they tear you apart and then yeah. you become part of them. Then I'm finally universally truly part of them forever. What's that, what's that alien species in Star Trek with the parasites? Not oh, parasites. Trill. The trill. Tr is it trill? Yes. Yes, that, with the is host. that the one that was like the stomach sus Yeah, yeah, and this is how like Riker ended up being host, and then so did uh So did Doctor like Crusher. There's yeah. a it was like a, actually one of their proto lesbian one. episodes. It was really good. Well yeah. there isn't there a major one in Voyager? DS nine. Yeah. Or Commander is it DS9? Dax. Yeah. Dax, she yes, is it's DS nine. Yes. A trill. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh I think that's all my I mean the last <laughs> one is the last one maybe this this is a lead off, which is Tim wants to know. Hello, Waypoint. Please tell me, which is the hottest alien? Which is the best alien to kiss? Which is the best to hug? What alien do you run after, run to after a hard day? Who is the alien your mother warned you about, but you cannot help but feel a burning <laughs> desire for their bad alien ways? Thank you, Tim. And thank you, Tim. Oh, Tim. Um, I just typed in sexy aliens. 
You, you, uh-huh. I'm gonna oh, go. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go look at the ten sexiest what is the aliens alien? at, at geekshizzle.com. <laughs> oh, geekshizzle! <laughs> They're just trying to make content. Number one, Princess Natiri from Avatar. Okay. Well. <laughs> Number two, mm-hmm. Trisha Helfner from Battlestar Galactica. Not a bad choice. She's not, not really an alien, though. I guess, well, robots are different than us. Yeah. Not materially, so the, the most the of these. Yes. Yeah. Wait, one of these is just Mystique from X Men. <laughs> also, not, not just, an alien. This, this list is just an excuse to like do Google searches for like scantily clad photos and post them. Oh my god. I mean, who's actually an alien? We should do a list of who's actually an alien on Geek Shizzle's list of hottest aliens. Sexy aliens, 70 heavenly bodies from sci fi from Entertainment Weekly, uh, 2009. Wow. They also are claiming that the Cylons aren't. Well, that's like a whole separate podcast. Yeah, it is. The Cylons alien. <sighs> that's a whole other thing. Who's, who's, what is, what is I, had the first... a, I had a big, I had a big crush yeah. on uh, uh, that movie Species. Sure. Yeah. What was that? I mean, yeah, sure. that's Natasha, point, right? Natasha Hestridge. Yeah, that was the point of that movie. <laughs> was for for kids too young to see a movie about an alien who bones dudes and then kills them yep. so that she can reproduce her race. I didn't care. Reproduce me, <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> Patrick's not afraid of your sexuality. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to just say the, the I'm going to go broadly here, which is like, I spent a lot of time being like, I don't get this whole like alien, like I just want to fuck something with blue skin, I, green aliens, like no, fuck off. And then teenage Austin read about the Chiss from Star Wars, those blue aliens uh-huh. with oh. red eyes and the Thrawn aliens, the Thrawn aliens, and Austin Walker was all the way in. So that's well, look, I mean, I don't know if I'm like oriented toward the chiss but like toward grand animal thrawn hell yeah. <laughs> like i mean look Just he's the himself. only one i know but uh-huh. like approved good good fair he has a cat uh, or like a dinosaur d- dog or something if i remember right so biggs darklighter's uh brother who survived him after the battle uh-huh. of yavin yep um what a good name, uh, by the way. Gavin. Biz Darklighter. Yeah. Biggs, Biggs, Biggs. Oh, excuse me. Biggs Darklighter. Yeah. 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 One, of Luke's, one of Luke's best friends. I yeah. No, I know. I know a, a lot of the, the stuff. I thought Biz Darklighter was somebody else. Gotcha. Fair. So I, uh, I, yeah, he, you know. he started Twitter. Right. Um, of course. So. Biz Stone Darklighter. Of course. Uh-huh. Of course. Biggs, Biggs Darklighter left Tatooine, went to the Academy, and then someone graduated straight from that into uh, a rebellion, which uh, suggests to me that like, the career placement opportunities at the Academy of uh-huh. Star Wars is, is probably a little bit flawed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't seem like a very reputable institution. But anyway, he has a brother, Gavin Darklighter, uh, who at some point falls in love with a Bothan. Ooh. Oh. Bothan. Those, and, uh, it's those a are like... Real the Bothan, Bothans, Bothans are are Bothan spies. yeah, the Mon spies. people. Yeah, well, no, 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 Mon, no, no, no. Mon Moth was them. a person, right? Yeah, as she's a, from as a human. Uh, Bothans are also. How did you know that? What? Sorry. Don't worry about it. Bothans are the the furry ones, right? Yes. The first furries. Yeah, but we never see them. We never see them in That's Return right. of the we Jedi. That's right. We never actually see them in, because... in the movies. Wait, do we never see a, a we Bothan? We never see a Bothan. In the movies? No. I've seen, I have such a clear image of them in my mind. I think because of comics and games. Yeah. No, you just see some other fuzzy aliens, but huh. you, don't see a, you don't see a Bothan. The Bothan Weird. spies who died for this information. But anyway, they're very... Um, 
they're very crafty and mm-hmm. political. Uh, basically, like it's an, like Timothy Zahn sort of imagines an entire race of like Charles de Gaulle, right? Um, <laughs> right. And anyway, so Gavin Darklighter hooks up with her, and there's a lot of hijinks. But the thing that it come, the thing that is weird is like they definitely like in the in the books. There's definitely like, oh man, look at that sexy Bothan. It's like <laughs> I, want, I hope this couple gets together. It's gonna be hot. And it's like, what practicalities are you imagining? Don't there? worry about it. All right. Like, let people want to fuck these dog aliens, okay? Like, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Biggs Darklighter's brother, or whatever, Gavin. <laughs> First of all, here's what I love about this world: is one of these people's names is Biggs. Oh, my first son, Biggs. My second one, eh, Gavin. You ever hear that that song uh, by by uh, uh, Bush? Yeah, that guy was good, Gavin. They name him after him. My third son, Tim. Like, whatever. Oh, that's Star your Wars. Email. Is- that's who yeah. wrote, and Tim wrote in the email yeah. <laughs> because he was trying to work. He's like, my brother Gavin asked me to be best man at his wedding. And I just need to make sure that, that you know, other people are also cool with, with dating aliens. So let, let, let me know. Uh, you know I think that might. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just answer Yeah, who is quickly. your, fr- yeah, please. Quickly. Who's your I'll biggest. Be, I'll be quick. I'll be real quick. No, I no, no. think that uh, Liara from Mass Effect would be nice to have a relationship with because I already did. Yep, and the Arta Sony is a great, great pick here. She's she's real good, and uh, I, I'm gonna throw it up to my uh, my gay root, my very first crush on a woman, uh, Belana Torres, the engineer from Star Trek Voyager. As everything good. else, I would like to both uh, have lots of sex with her and also uh, have a nice relationship, uh, maybe a marriage, all all sorts of nice things, and also lie in her arms. Oh, and we can spar too because she's a Klingon, and in this yeah, imaginary right. world, I'm a Klingon. It's beautiful. Right. I love it. I love it. She's great. I'm glad that you found happiness together. <sighs> I think Balana is a nice name. It's a beautiful name. Well, she was. She also must be a hybrid, right? She's a human. Ha- yeah, she's half Klingon, half human, and that was like half of her storylines were about her Klingon heritage, and because she was like mm. a super smart engineer, she also felt very right. like there was a lot of Star Trek has this thing where there's Star a lot Trek's of stuff good. where it's like really uh really going for it trying to be like you know saying things about race mm-hmm. and so on and so forth i don't know if it always sticks Lands, landing, but, right but it, it tries so you know, are you so. saying that star trek goes for it in a way that gavin antilles marries a dog lady isn't <laughs> isn't really going for it you know they're going for it just in a different tone different, different tone of going fair for it, fair you know? That's all my questions. I, I've gone through all of them now. No one else has questions about aliens, apparently, on Twitter. I mean, that's not true. There are lots of other ones about <laughs> fucking or whatever, but I, I've read Corn the ones that Horn matter. says that having sex with a Salonian was like having a bad sunburn because of the higher acidity of Whoa. the sweat. Oh, my God. Whoa. And in places you don't want a bad sunburn. No, no. You know? Wow, uh, okay. What, one more one comes in, and this okay. one really for, for um, Captain My Captain, Senator DJ, Captain UFO, from <clears throat> Rustic, <clears throat> who says, how can I volunteer to be exposed to slash smoke the alloys? I mean, <laughs> it's an interesting question. <laughs> I'm just looking for answers. I mean, he's just looking for answers. Put them in your vape pen. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I, they actually keep coming in. This one maybe is just for Rob. Why do y'all think the aliens are abducting us? My personal favorite is that my personal favorite, which is already a good <laughs> phrase, is that they're a race of hive minds who can't understand how we aren't hive minds and still have civilization. So they abduct us to study us. Also, what do y'all think of machine elves? Do they count as aliens? What? <laughs> what are machine elves? <laughs> I'm a very thing? lead on that letter. Uh huh. <laughs> 
Machine elves? This is a thing. Machine elves, also known as fractal elves, self-transforming elf machines, or Jenny, is a term <laughs> coined by the late ethnobotanist writer and philosopher Terence McKenna to describe the apparent entities that are often reported by individuals using tryptamine-based psychedelic drugs, especially what? DMT. At about a minute or two of DMT trip, according to McKenna, one may burst through a chrysanthemum like Mandela and find... There's a whole bunch of entities waiting on the other side, saying, How wonderful that you're here. You come so rarely. We're so delighted to see you. They're like jeweled, self-dribbling basketballs, and there are what? so many of them, and they come pounding towards you, and they will stop in front of you and vibrate. But when they do a very disconcerting thing, which is they jump into your body, and then they jump back out again, and the whole thing is going on in a high-speed mode where you are being presented with thousands of details per second, and you cannot get a hold of them. And there are these things saying, Don't give in to astonishment which is exactly what you want to do. You want to go nuts with how crazy this is. And they say, don't do that. Pay attention to what we're doing. While they're doing, what they're doing is making objects with their voices, singing structures into existence. They offer you things saying, look at this, look at this. And as your attention goes towards these objects, you realize what you're being shown is impossible. It's not simply intricate, beautiful, and hard to manufacture. It's impossible to make these things. The nearest analogy would be the Fabergé eggs. But these things, but these things are like the toys of are scattered around the nursery inside a UFO. Celestial toys. And the toys themselves appear to be somehow alive and can sing other objects into existence. So what's happening is the, prolifer the proliferation of elf gifts, which are moving around and singing. And they are saying, do what we are doing. And they are very insistent. They say, do it, do it, do it. And you feel like a bubble inside your body beginning to move up towards your mouth. And when it comes out, it isn't sound, it's vision. You discover that you can pump stuff out of your mouth by singing, and they're urging you to on. do this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just, just want to, just a slight side note. The stuff is in quotes, like in this. It's not pump stuff. It is you can quote, pump stuff, stuff out of your I mouth. Googled. By machine elves and dimethyltryptamine came up by singing and they're urging you to do this they say that's it that's it keep doing it we are now at minute 4.5 of the trip and you speak in a sort of glossolalia there is a spontaneous outpouring of syntax unaccompanied by what is normally called meaning after a minute or two of this the whole thing begins to collapse in on itself and they begin to physically move away from you usually the, their final shot is that they wave goodbye and say deja vu deja vu <laughs> The concept may be related to a tendency for the brain to imagine living entities during certain altered states. The Thanks best to Bowen for letting us use this track. This pale machine. The best example of this is extremely common feeling of a living, of a living you can, presence. You can follow me at Patrick Kupik. Which has been and, theorized. And uh, Daniel, where can people can find you? At Daniel R I. As the origin of the succubus. Rob, and of course, you can find me at uh, Rob Back to Me. Of many alien um, abduction stories. However, uh, for Austin I think Walker. I, I, yeah. um, Austin underscore Walker on Twitter. Austin underscore Walker on Twitter. When reflecting <laughs> upon his experience, Aldous Huxley. Aldous yep. Huxley suggested there was I something think which he called. Be good and be I thought you had a great holiday. Mind at large. Which was filtered by ordinary functioning about video games uh, of the human brain to produce ordinary experiences. Our imaginal workplace will take until, uh, center stage. Danielle, what do we say to the people? Oh, be good. Allowing be good internal data to be interpreted as external Peace. stimuli. Peace. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.